Daisy, we're sitting here, the sun is shining for us. It's a very special uh, nationals here. 25 years celebrating British dressage. And to say that you are a fundamental part of that is maybe slight understatement, isn't it? <laughs> I was lucky enough to be in the right place at the right time. <laughs> and it's been a journey. Yes. It's my, it's, horses are my hobby. Yeah. And I'm a business person. And I remember when um, I was first put onto the main dressage committee, my mother said, I hope they can find you a job. They're not exactly going to ask you to write the next dressage test. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take it. You say it's been a journey. Let's go back to the start off of you coming here because your accent is not British. It's Canadian, isn't it? Canadian. So did you not come here for a year or something yes, like that? Yes, that's correct. So take me back to that, that time. I was born with a pony waiting and 30 horses all my life. Both of my parents were top judges in 40 categories. Um, we, my father was master for 20 years of the Lake of Two Mountains hunt. My mother and my aunt started Pony Club in Eastern Canada. My aunt went on to be the only and first woman, not the only, because we had a, a, but the first woman ever to design and build a cross-country Olympic course, which she did on Bromont, and Bromont today is still the only four-star event in Canada. Um, and, you know, horses had been my whole life, I, and I was shortlisted for 1968 for Mexico, and my horse was hurt. In those days, you had one horse, and it was 400 miles to New York, 400 miles to Boston, 400 miles to Toronto, so not something you could do easily. And, but I loved business. I have always loved business. So when I got this job, um, I was at the um, World Horse Spectacular and this girl had this MGB and she was down at rehearsals every day. And I thought, wow, I'd like a job like that. She told me that she worked for this recruitment company and my father had bought me my first MGB and it was the best moment of my life. <laughs> and um, so I thought I want a job that I can drive my car. And they finally hired me. <laughs> And I worked hard, and I worked hard for them, and um, they transferred me here for one year, and I thought for one year I'll get away from horses and just have a different, within two weeks I was teaching at the Knightsbridge <laughs> Barracks. It was civil service riding club, and we ran it at the Royal Mews at Buckingham Palace, and I ran one-day events in Kensington Palace Gardens, and never stopped. Clearly. Never so stopped. You, well, you, you tried to change one horsepower for another horsepower, but then came straight back. Yeah, yeah well, no, I still had fast cars. I've okay. had four Porsches, and I, oh, I love fast cars. Lovely. <laughs> now, um, when you love the horse, it doesn't matter what you do with it, but I really appreciate what dressage is all about, and it's using the creative side of the brain. I know that we, I'm on the Olympic fundraising and have been for the whole British team, Olympic team, equestrian team, and... Um, I know that when we put the dressage riders onto the event horses, it's a piece of cake. When we put the event riders and the show jumpers onto a dressage horse, they're not nearly as fit. <laughs> I mean, so the dressage is really something very special. I've been with us when we were last, and I had a big hat on, and someone said, you look happy. I said, yes, we only got one way to go, and that's up. And I said, you just watch us. And that was Sydney 2000, and by 2012, we were in gold. Absolutely. Well, let's go back to those, because in the late 90s, the Germans and the Dutch, they were oh, sort the of Germans, topping the bill. We finally knocked the Germans off their perch after 30 years. 30 years. We were, I, I know the German national anthem, better than anyone <laughs> so tell me you say you're in business tell, take me back to the, that sort of time when 
what what was the secret? What have we now got that we didn't necessarily have then? Do you know? Well, at my point of view, I remember the princess saying to me, um, with your family background, what are you doing in dressage? And unfortunately, I touched her. I said, just you wait and see, baby. We're going to win medals and you're going to have to give them to us. And that's when she was head of the IOC. <laughs> um, I believe, I know, and I always have known, that the Brits have a deeper love and understanding of the horse than almost any country in the world. I love it when I go to Aachen and you see the German breeders and they are real wonderful horsey people as well. But I believe the, 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 the Brits have a wonderful relationship with the horse and I knew that the minute we could get into the sport of dressage, we have hunting field, we, had, we have the spin-off from uh, Weatherby's and all the racing and so we're breeding the best horses in the world. Then we have our eventers and they can go and take their horses into the hunting field. We were supreme in show jumping and eventing. And we have a love and a passion and a know-how next to none. Why aren't we gonna learn when dressage? Why aren't we gonna go to the top? No question ever in my mind. And then it happened, it's 2012. Given. Yeah, yeah, it did. It was, it was little tiny steps and we just started to move forward. And you think, I can't believe we're going there, <laughs> but we're there. And it was very exciting, obviously, amazing. But it's more amazing that we are still, I mean, after this last week, I'm doing the fundraising at the Cheltenham race day this year for the British Equestrian Olympic Fund for Paris 2023, 24. And um, I just feel it in my bones, we are gonna get gold, I mean, I love Delara, the horse we saw that won everything, but she is 16. And that's what's good about dressage is the horses can go on a long time. But we got the young ones coming in and with the riders that have been there, done that and got the t-shirt, no one's going to touch it's us. It's incredibly exceptional young, young oh, horses coming through. Look at, look at the riding, look at here. You, I mean, the horses here today are just amazing. And because I was head of British breeding for 30 years, because when I started to help the riders out and we had the birds and we had the young and we were doing all of that, we couldn't afford to go buy these warm bloods. And a warm blood is although we have the best thoroughbreds in the world and the warm blood, you actually sit two vertebrae further back on a warm blood than you do. And the warm blood has to have the engine from behind so they can sit and they can do the piaf and the passage and they should be very comfortable in the middle and power spearing in the front. <laughs> So it's a completely, you know, different thing. But I don't know, what can I say? I, I'm, I'm completely smitten with dressage. I believe we are the only thing. And I believe Great Britain does it. And we've changed the world. We have changed the world now. Our horses go with their ears perked and they absolutely will break their hearts working for their riders. The Carl, the, you know, the Charlotte, all of that. That's what it's about. People see and, and Carla's been stopped in pubs, hasn't he, about the dancing ponies. After 2012, people started recognising British dressage and seeing, actually, this is a sport that we haven't seen before yeah, and these yeah, are the people that we yeah. can connect with. Yeah. It was a very, it was a pivotal point, wasn't it? It sure was. It sure was. We, we, you know, it's getting your ducks in a row and we got them all in a row at the right time. Yeah. 
And we're continuing, which is another big thing, because now our base is so much broader. And I come here and I look at British bred horses and I thought, wow, I thought I'd never see this. And we've used the bloodlines. Thank goodness we have artificial insemination and, and you know, all of that and, and the recipient mares. And I was there at the beginning of that as well. And so it's changed the whole face so that we can still be getting the offspring while the, the, the horse is still competing. I mean, your passion is not going anywhere. You can clearly see you you have so much more in you to keep going. Where do you see British dressage, you know, going from this is 25 years. We're sitting here. We're talking about the next Olympics. It's just going to go from strength to strength with all these people. Yeah, but I got in. I did my best and I got out, really. Um, I'm still in, I'm not involved now. I stood down from British breeding a couple of years. I'm running a charity now for rescued ch- ponies, and then we rescue children with them. So that's another area. I'm still doing my Olympic fundraising, but I don't. They don't need me anymore. I am just here to see and to celebrate where they've gone. I we had something called the founder member. I wrote at the bottom of my heart to everyone saying we need money we can't take the money from the BHS we have to start I got 65,000 pounds and that was the founder members and a lot of them had to dig deep to find us that 800 pounds that they came up with and um, with that we turned the whole sport around when I left we had 450,000 in reserves you know but again I'm a business person but we had the best people that knew what they were doing and why do I interfere with that? Stephen Clark, you're the best judge in the world. You have your own judges. No, but, you know, put them together. Come up with ideas. I want to know what the problem is. I want to know three solutions and which one you recommend. And then you let, you get the job is easy because everyone's doing it I don't think I think you're underselling yourself saying they don't need you anymore there's plenty there's plenty still Desi can give (laughs) what would you give what would you the um, you've got youngsters here we've got so much going on so many people coming through it's so wonderful being here at the Nationals this sport what's special about it everybody helps each other the the attitude and the the appreciation for everybody is is wonderful for youngsters coming through what what wanting to maybe get into British dressage what would you how would you sell it to them what would you what advice would you give starting out it doesn't matter what you're riding dressage is nothing more than training it comes from the French word dressure which means to train you can have bean cans measured out in the middle of a field and you can go and ride your pony around there and if the judges are doing the job and I believe the judges today are doing the job and they're saying you need a few you should have done that you should have done that you should have gone into that corner all of that sort of stuff that child can go back and better themselves and go to the next competition and get a few more percentage points I think we've got so much training coming in for people now we've got people that love the sport and are helping other people with horses and if a really good kid comes up and doesn't have the funds people are finding money to help them because we know it's it, it, it's quite an expensive sport but it's it's so fulfilling for everyone that's part of it and you got the area festivals you've got all sorts of bits, bits we and set up the area festivals <clears throat> when I first looked we thought only 3% of our members got through to the nationals. So we had regional finals. We turned those into six regional championships. We had Shell Gas and John Two, Absolute party at every one of them. And I love parties. <laughs> I haven't changed ever. And um, so we had parties. Then we took up the pet plan. And that about another 40% 
the minute we went to regional championships, because then they could say, I am the regional champion. I may not have met it to the nationals, but I'm, you know. So they did that. We did the pet plans. Okay, here's my percentage marks, and then you've got a pet plan to go to. Um, we opened up with the restricted. The rider said, I don't want to ride against the Olympic riders. So we did open and restricted. You know, and we did all of that to open the sport up. We listened, we asked the members, and we listened. And I believe we're still listening today and finding out how John Doe buys through John Doe's eyes and giving them what they want Wonderful. and what we want of the medals. <laughs> I need to talk about one of your medal, MBE when you were that must have been a very very special moment very special yeah yeah unfortunately the queen was not well and so it was prince charles and he said oh he said um mama sends her best and um then and then he said are you still pushing british dressage forward and i said no i'm president of the british horse society in my third year oh he said i only had the job for two years <laughs> <laughs> anyway so no uh, i'm i'm just very fortunate I'm hardworking and I have a passion and aren't I lucky to have found a sport that would accept me. Wonderful. Well, for all the years British dressage and all the years you've put in, um, it's wonderful to see you here at the Nationals. Thank you very much. My pleasure. My pleasure. Believe me.